Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Original Blueprint Podcast. Oh, my gosh. We have a show and a half for you tonight. Like, we're talking about something that has been so huge for us within the mm-hmm. last couple of weeks. We found a book. It's called The Abundance Book. Yeah. And this book really rocked our worlds. And this is something that I absolutely did not expect to be so mind blown by. Mm -hmm. But that's why I think we need to talk about it. Because when you look at the world through the eyes of this book, everything opens up to you and changes. Mm -hmm. So before we even get into the book itself, it's really connected to you knowing who you are. And knowing basically what you're connected to in like the bigger grand scheme of things. Mm -hmm. So I kind of wanted to talk about first, like how we used to think, like what we thought God was or what we thought source was. Cause every, there's multiple words for this. So there's source, people call it the universe, God, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. But what your grander, outlook on life was. So Tanjanique, I want you to tell me like, what, what was it for you? Like when you were younger, how were you thinking? And then what made you realize there was something bigger and how you were connected to that? Like, what was that like for you? Um, I'm so, I'm so analytical and I've been like this since I was little. So like my mom, she like we weren't like heavy into church and stuff, but she was like really, really, really spiritual, you know. So I would hear like the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit and stuff. And for me, like when I did go to church, um, I like separated it. Like I, I felt like I, I knew Jesus and I knew God. And I knew the Holy Spirit, and I, and I felt different about each one, even though it's not a separate thing now. Now I know. I mean, however you want to see it, but that's how I see, it, how I saw it. And so, like, Jesus was like somebody that I felt did this grand thing for me, right? And that I needed to um, align myself up with because I was like such a not bad person, but somebody who needed to fix, you know, things all the time. Right, not me. Um, and then when it was came to God, I felt like it was this this big, huge something in the sky that was looking at me like, get it done, fix it, or else, you know, like this, <laughs> you know, this big, huge, like fire and brimstone thing. But then when it came to the Holy Spirit, I always felt loved. I always felt compassion. I always felt like I could, that's who I would like pray to. Like if that's who I would like pray to. And for me, it's just funny how I felt that way. And now it's like, that's what I see it as now. Not just the Holy Spirit, but I feel like all of it is that same thing that I was feeling the whole time. Right. You know what I mean? As far as Holy Spirit is concerned. Like I, it's like, I don't even feel that way about Jesus or the God concept any longer. I feel more like, I feel more like I resonated more now with the Holy Spirit the way that I felt back then. You know what I mean? Like, that makes sense. See, when I was younger, 
I, I, all right. So I grew up in church. I was Byzantine Catholic mm-hmm. and I always thought God like lived in the sky. I thought mm-hmm. this for years, like a very long time. And I'm not proud of this, but this is just where I, where I was at <laughs> for a long time. But I would always, like, before I would go to bed, I'd be like, okay, God, like, I just want to bless everybody and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know, I didn't understand the correlation between, like, a Holy Spirit. Like, I didn't get any of that. Right. And I was, like, a religion teacher at, like, 15, but... They didn't deep dive into things. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm almost glad they didn't because yes. yes, I really didn't understand it until last year, like what the whole concept of everything was. And I really didn't believe. Okay. So aside from thinking that God lived in the sky, that there was like a sky daddy, aside from that, somebody came along when I was 31 years old and was like, listen, there's nobody in the clouds for you, girl. Like wow. there's nothing. And I was like, that you is blasphemy. <laughs> how could you, how could you ever say that? And he was just like, no, like, that's not even true. Like, he's like, you're God. And I'm like, oh, how dare you? How dare like, you? Yeah. what? Yeah. So that shattered my reality for mm-hmm. years. And I really, I had a bad taste in my mouth from church anyway. Like both oh. of my parents had died. And when my dad died, when I was in church, the pr- I was sobbing, obviously, like my dad's dead, right? Mm. So the priest tells me I should really relax and calm down. So I already had like wow. a bad taste in my mouth. So I really kind of shied away and didn't believe in anything. Mm-hmm. I, be, I I just figured we were just here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then last year I heard somebody say that God was like a frequency, that God and love were the same frequency. Mm. And that made so much sense to me because I was like, wait, because I never wanted to be associated with something per se. Right. So I I knit, I didn't identify myself in a religion. I didn't nothing like that. But then when I thought about it, that the same frequency that love resonates at mm-hmm. is what God was, and I was like, wait, th- this is different. Then this this sits with me better. Yeah. But then I came to the understanding that, like, we are one of a whole, like we're a piece of a whole. Mm-hmm. And it's just so, it was so mind boggling for me, but it made so much sense yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, so we're walking manifestations on earth of source. Right. And I get to experience, so source experiences itself. Mm-hmm. Then like all this stuff started falling into place for me. And even like the part about like, spirit like i i used to be like wait is that something possessing you like what does that even mean wow because when i would hear it it just sounded like something else right mm-hmm. so then i thought to myself all right but then i heard bob proctor explain it that it's really source working through you like you showing up as you but like you 
actually letting sort like source work through you. And I was like, Oh, all right. Well, that's like, that's like normal. Like uh-huh. for me, I'm like, that mm-hmm. sounds totally normal to me. So now I look at it totally different, but I feel like so many people are growing up in like these religious families and traumas and you're missing the main piece of it. And I feel like I've even heard Bob Proctor. He said, you know, people are out there praying to somebody in the sky that doesn't exist. And they're wondering why their prayers go unanswered. But it's literally what people are doing because you're you're saying because you think it's an outside thing. Yeah. Then once you like understand it's on the inside and it's something within you that you connect with, Mm -hmm. that was a game changer for me. So now it's just a total different outlook on life. Like, yeah. Oh, like who knew? Yeah. It's a total different outlook on life for me as well. Like it's because I because I started like, you know, when I got older when I when I was when my first when, my, um, when I was married and stuff like that with my uh, older two children, father and stuff. We were like very avid into church. I was always really like spiritually connected. Like I don't know, it was just something that was like naturally in me. So when I got on my own and stuff, I just started like going to church and. I felt like I needed to contribute in some type of way. Cause I just like always like love God. I just did. I just, when I was little, I can remember like being outside playing. I'm like, and then we were all like, well, what color, is, what's your favorite color? I'm like, mine is blue. Cause I just, cause God's favorite color is blue. You know, like I was always, that, <laughs> you know, that type of person. So, and then I, um, I was going to give back to the children. So, so me and my ex-husband, we were like the youth pastors at a church and just all this type of stuff. But like I still had this connection with the Holy Spirit. Like I just didn't, I just didn't know what it was. But I just was something I, I guess it was more like feeling. I got that's it made me feel more everything. And then, um, and then we ended up receiving like church hurt. Like it was like some things that happened in this one church we we're in, and it just made a whole different like dynamic on things. And from that point, I just started seeing stuff differently. And I started getting on like this this journey of like like researching other religions and Buddhism really just like rang and stuck for me. That's one thing I always say. Just the way that um they connected and like I, I went to like a couple of different like temples or whatever you want to call it with my friend and her mom and the love that they had for each other and it was like you could be any denominator, you can be any religion. It's it's not a religion per se. What, what I was, um, I know it's different type of sex of, of Buddhism, but the one I was in, I forgot what it's called, but it was not like you could be like, uh, whatever, whatever religion, right? And they were just like so loving, care. And then, like, I had started chanting for a little while, um, and I noticed that it, cha- it, it changed my life. It was like my life was like really centered, really, um. Uh, calm and I noticed the difference and then when I stopped doing it I noticed the difference with that too it was like right. but now that I that I know what I know now it's like um it's to me it's not different than any other thing like it's not different than Christianity for me as far as getting to yourself praying aligning yourself with your higher self you know I know it's different terminologies that's being used but 
it's the, it's the same thing for me. It, it puts me in the same type of place of stillness and calmness. You know what right. I mean? So, like, along the way, I've, like, the Penny Pierce books and just, the, like you said, as a frequency, you know, the frequency, yeah. energy, vibration, all this stuff that we've been hearing, it just makes sense for me now. Like, like you said, all, it's all connecting now. And I feel like I can like really contribute the way I am really supposed to from the original um, blueprint that, that, that is inside of me. You know what I mean? Right. Not like yeah. what somebody else wants me to be or do. And it's just like something that's, that's coming from the unseen that's pouring, that's in, in pouring into me that pours out to every, to everywhere else, like in that type of way, not me trying to go do this or do that to receive some type of like, reward or right. have people love me more or you know like or if I do something for someone then you know I really just want to see them do something different I don't have that controlling and I never was really controlling but it still was like in my mind like I felt like I could do something so much for somebody just by like giving them something or doing something for them as opposed right. to like really just like sitting and being the change that I want to see, you know what I mean? That and part. then it's like to just start changing my my surroundings around me. And it's not to say that things don't go on or don't happen, but it's just my perception of it now. It's just totally just different. I, like I wouldn't even change this for the world. You know what I mean? I wouldn't change I, the feeling. I definitely, you know, it's so funny because before I realized that there was something bigger, I was always like, "Why is all this stuff happening to me?" Until I changed my mindset. So what what is this doing for me? Right. And then once I realized about like having a higher self and like what God was for me, mm -hmm. I started seeing that like the whole time I've always been guided by something else. Right. Like I should have died. Like I know we've talked about this. I should have died so many times. Like when I think about it, it's almost like, it's, it's almost comical because the amount of times that, I mean, I flipped off of the quad and I mm -hmm. thought I, I thought I was dead. I didn't know if mm -hmm. I was mm -hmm. the time when I had the seizure at work and I literally, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to die here. Like wow. there's so many different things, but as I rewind and look back, now I see like there was always something else there. Mm -hmm. protecting, guiding. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, I always looked outside of myself. So I wasn't listening. Right. I would listen to everybody else. I'd be calling my dad. Oh, what should I do? Until I found out like, no, all the guidance is inside of you. Right. And I was like, oh my God. And I read this book from, it was Dr. Joseph Murphy. It's the sub, um, the power of your subconscious mind. Uh -huh. And he started talking about like your infinite intelligence and how you could just ask yourself questions and you would answer. Mm. And I was like, wait, what? Oh, so I don't have to, I don't have to outsource. Like you're not supposed to oh, be outsourcing Lord. anyway. Yeah unbeknownst to me all these years. So once I did that and I like took, cause that was really for me, like taking my power back. Uh -huh. That was huge for me. And then once I like really got it, I looked and I'm like, Oh, so everything is like divinely happening. Like I'm divinely guided. 
divinely protected. Like now, that's something I, I know to be true because yeah. all these things that have happened, mm-hmm. there's no way. There's no way. Unless there was something bigger than me trying to get me through the game of life because yeah. there's really no way. There's no, no way. There's no way. So now looking at it, I'm like, all right. So I look at it like every day it's like an unfolding of like what's next. What's the next piece? Like what's the next piece that we're doing? What are mm-hmm. like what are we getting into today? Like yeah. And so when this book came up, yeah. I didn't expect I didn't expect this. Let's just say let's just put yeah, this right there. You're like the master of I don't know, like a, <laughs> a magnetic book find. I don't know what I, it's almost it's just so weird. It's crazy. It's crazy because we can talk about something and then you'll just like it'll just appear. I, it's it's you know, at first, at first, when it first would happen, it started like last year. Mm-hmm. And it would be where a book would pop up, but then it would pop up again and pop mm-hmm. up again. And I would ignore it because I didn't I didn't realize there's nothing that's like a mistake in the universe and that everything yeah. is like, it's like you breadcrumb yourself. So wow. when you're not paying attention to the breadcrumbs and I'm seeing this book and I'm seeing this book and I'm seeing this book and I'm ignoring it. But then I was like, wait, what if I actually... What if I actually read it? And I read it and I didn't know what I was reading. And then I wound up finding the book, um, The Magic. After The Magic, that's when I found the Diamond Sutra. And -hmm. it's like a whole progression. Literally. Of like, but the books are live. It's live. So as as they're coming up, Mm -hmm. like the Diamond Sutra led to frequency led to transparency, mm-hmm. led to perception. Then we, in between, we read other stuff, the Florence Scovel books, Nelson, Neville Goddard, all that mm-hmm. stuff. But this book, so here's the book. I'm going to show it for everybody that's watching. The Abundance book, and this is from John Randolph Prince. Wow. I'm sorry, Price, Price, John Randolph Price. But this book came the same exact way. Like, it literally popped up. And I've seen it like twice before, but I didn't, it didn't connect with me. Cause when I heard the abundance book, I'm like, I'm not trying to like, yeah, it's like manifest anything right now. Like, like I'm working those, on like, myself. Of, yeah. Like one of those type of, like a hooey, like a, yeah. you know, like, like reading like another law of attraction book, yeah, like who wants to even, yeah. Something. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I was like, man. And then the, Third time it popped up, I was like, all right, let me look at this book. Let me see what it's talking about. And the minute I put it on, because I found it on YouTube first, the minute I put it on, I literally was like, holy shit, this is like exactly what's going on right now. Exactly what's going on. And I was only a few pages in, and I couldn't already believe what I was reading. So then we go through the book Ooh. and we find out there's a 40 day prosperity challenge. And we actually have, we're on day 11 today. But in the book, what they're talking about is like the fact that source is your supply. So before this book, like what it, 
did it connect for you like this or did this really cement it in for you? Like what we're reading? Oh my God. First of all, I just want to say when I, when I listened to the audio, I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to say I felt disrespected. It was like, if you, <laughs> if you have a problem with abundance, something, something like something, then you don't believe in God. And I was like, mm -hmm. yep. I am offended. <laughs> I was like, okay, whoa, because it's like I'm I'm out of order. I'm out of order because, yep. and that's not what, what we're taught. And then this is not what we've been taught, passed down. Like a lot of us, should I say, some people are taught this, you know, and maybe that's why they are in the places that they are. You know what I'm saying? Because right. no, I did not think like this. I did not know this. Um, I had little, little specks of inklings of certain things that came along, but I, it just wasn't clicking for me. You know what I mean? I right. got this tattoo right here. It's, it's called, it's like source. I guess it's an Indinka symbol for the source. And then I, something, it's like, it would come to me that I need to say, you are the source of my supply. I just always say that. I love that. Just like when I was chanting or whatever before. It was the same effect. Like when I was saying it all the time, I noticed things in my life was different. Like more of a flow, yeah. more of an ease, right? When I stopped doing it, I noticed the difference. So to me, coming around to this book right now at this time is kind of like giving it like a tight, like giving it, it's like it's a it's really a thing. Like, you know, what I was I was experiencing before is really putting like a capper on it, like this is really what this is. You are an offset, but this is what you need to be doing all the time. You need to renew your mind. Your mind needs to be renewed in a manner that this book is talking about because that's where you come from. You come from abundance, you come from like infinite abundance. Yep. But but like it, but if you keep on looking at it from what you like from an outsourced perspective, you keep, you'll keep on thinking that you got to do this and do that and do that to attain it when it's already yours. It's like it, it's coming back to the diamond sutra when it's talking about okay, you already are a diamond, and and you have to get cut so you can get all this like gook off of you in order to get to the diamond. Like you know, I just go mine for diamonds. Right. Yep. <laughs> go in there. It's like, okay, where's the diamonds? But you got to go in there and get cut through and get the diamonds. You know. Yep. And so, let go of everything you thought to be true. And like you said to me, oh my goodness! Like when I think about the the path that I've been on, and in in within the last year, which I can't even believe was only a year. <laughs> just the diamond sutra. Just the um, things we learn in the Ascension community with the books that we read and stuff. It all was a part of the plan. You know what yep. I mean? To get to this. I mean, I know, I'm sure it's more because even in the Diamond Future, it talks about uh, what does it say? Um, enlightenment is like the first, it's like not the end all, is there's more after that. And, yep. and we're, we're, we're experiencing that because you can't even, you can say what's next, but it's like, What's next just comes. Like right when you are just in this whole flow, it's like it's boom, it's it's coming. It's here. The book of evil. Oh, that's it. What? Ugh. What's going it on? It makes me 
I know. Like, it makes me like, like sometimes I can't believe it because I know people are like, oh, like, oh, synchronicity. <laughs> no, it's real. <laughs> Sorry. Like, my life is proof of that. Like, a year ago, I did not even know <laughs> any anything. I didn't know that source was real, God was real. I did not know I had a higher self. And like, I was thinking about the quote when you were saying about enlightenment, like it's like before enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. After enlightenment, chop wood, carry water. Because you're constantly learning anyway. Even after you're like awake, you're still like, I know nothing. Like every day proves to me more and more. Yeah, I really it's don't. Like I've arrived. It's not this. It's never that thing. Like no, it's not that thing. <laughs> I'm looking for this part in the book that it says. It says, basically, the consciousness of God as my supply is mm -hmm. my supply, and when mm -hmm. I heard that, that made me just stop dead in my tracks because I'm like wait so because I have to piece everything apart that's just my brain so I'm mm -hmm. like all right so so source knowing that knowing that source is source right as right. my supply is my supply and I'm like holy shit like See? I didn't even I know it took me back. It took me back. And I was like, wait. So I've been looking at this Is it for 42 years. Wrong. Not, I don't want to say wrong, but like wrong. <laughs> like wrong. Wrong. And now we've been reading the principles. So there's 10 principles that you read over 40 days. And as you're reading these principles, I mean, first, there's like a little, there's a little contract you make with yourself. Mm -hmm. And it basically talks about you renouncing your humanhood because we're really not, we, we are not these bodies. Mm -mm. Like we're in the vessel, right? Yeah. Like we're like beautiful, divine majestic beings in these vessels mm -hmm. as Tanjanique, as Melissa, right? Yeah. But that's not who we are. And I love the one piece it says, I renounce my so-called humanhood mm -hmm. and claim my divine inheritance as a being of God. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. I love it. I love it. And I know this isn't for everybody. Because some people, everybody's on a journey. Everybody's at their own place. Yeah. Everybody, you know, is doing the best everybody can do. But if I would have, if I would have, I wasn't ready for this book at the time. But had I known somebody who knew this and they shared it with me, it would have yeah. opened up my, it would have expanded my brain like tenfold. You and know, even like, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, I think me too at a certain extent, but I've heard people say stuff along the way. And I'm, it's, it's, it, it was like a whole contrast, like what I had learned, what I've been programmed to know, whatever. 
I'll just be like, no, I don't think so. You know, like what? Like, you know, coming at them like, no, you don't say that or you don't say that you're God or whatever, but it's literally in the Bible. Yep. Literally in there. It's just the way it's worded and the way you're taught it is just like you don't pick it up if you don't if you don't know. Right. It's seeing it clearly, plain as day. Over and over. It's re it's really if you don't know that everything is inside of you. Right. You miss yes. the boat. And they know that though. That's the, the I think that's the part that kind of makes me a little sick is that mm -hmm. People know this and they still parade around and we're going to be seeing it even with all these churches like Creflo dollars talking about, Oh, no tithing. That's not how it works. And there's some other Bishop and he's, everybody's raking him over the coals right now because he's been spending all the money from the church on Louis Vuitton and all this stuff that you had no business doing because you should have sold that money back into the community and into yeah. your church, not into you, you know, like crazy. It's crazy. It, it, it saddens me because when I start to wake up and look at stuff, it's like, especially in the, like the less fortunate communities, I'm going to go ahead and say churches are on the corner, like on every corner, like liquor stores. And people are people are putting their rent money, their bill money and stuff into these collection plates. Sorry, because I was one of those people because I felt like I believed in God so much that if I put this in here and whatever they're telling me that I'm going to receive, then I'll just go ahead and sacrifice that. You know what I mean? Right, right. Oh, my God. And so like when I... When I had received it, when we had the church hurt thing that happened, it was a, a huge thing that happened. I was still faithful to keep my tithes. Like I was so just diligent to that. You know what I mean? And so I put, I used to keep, because I, you know, I used to do hair and stuff. Um, I still do, but I used to take 10% of whatever I made, whatever. I had a lot of clients. I had a lot of clientele. I had my own salons and all that kind of stuff. And I was still put my money and my ex-husband he used to put all his money he used to keep in like an envelope every time oh my goodness it is sad right now it's making me like sad because it's like dang like it's crazy and so it was funny because i was because we didn't have a church home anymore you know i would keep my um um tv on on this 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 spiritual station uh it was called tvn like 24 hours a day like nobody like you better not change my channel this is this is this is holy ground you know what I mean? So I was like, my clients has come on over. That's what they, hey, if you didn't believe in God, you're going to believe in him today because you're going to hear it. <laughs> right? So that was just that. And so one day, I had just got done doing one of my clients' hair, and Creflo Dollar was on, t on TV. Oh, this is so sad. I cannot, because I cannot believe that was like 2000, like six or seven. And it's 2022 right now. And he's coming out saying what he's saying. But what's so funny was that day I was um, gathering up my 10% my or whatever and putting it in my envelope because I already had a certain amount in there. And I heard, this is what I heard, to, that's why this is what I heard is so important. Oh, my God, because it's, yep. it's a real thing, for real. It's really, it's what you hear, and that's it. I heard, 
while he was talking on the TV, I heard, your cousin needs ties. I said, no, that cannot be. I said, because I don't, I don't have a church home. I'm saving my ties. I'm a stickler on this and I'm not doing that. Like I couldn't, that could not be so, you know? And it was like, I need, it was like count every um, amount, the whole amount that you have in the envelope plus the change. And I need you to write it. This is verbatim, write it down on the envelope. And I just kept on hearing, um, your cousin needs ties. Your cousin needs ties. I'm like, so I'm listening to him on TV say, talk about ties and how he, his perspective of it. And you need to bring your ties into the storehouse and you need to do the, everything he was teaching, Creflo Dollar. And then I'm hearing this, this other thing say something totally different. But I was obedient and I called her. When I called her, she was in tears, furious at her wits end, ready to throw in the towel. And she's not that kind of person. She's like a tough it out, strong-willed individual. And she was at her wits end. She was in payday loan hell. She didn't know how she was going to do nothing. I swear. Like, I couldn't believe it. And she was hysterical, like screaming. I said, oh my God. I said, I don't know why. I said, but I'm hearing that you need ties. I said, I don't understand that. I said, but come get this money. Come get this money because I'm, 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 I cannot, I keep hearing it and I have to be obedient. So she's like, are you serious? I was like, come get this money now. Right? She came over. Didn't even have gas to come up, you know? Mm-mm. And she came through the door and I just handed her the envelope. She looked at the envelope and she just started screaming. I'm like, what? Like, she was like, this is what I needed down to the cent. That's so crazy. <laughs> so- what? She's like, you don't understand. Down to the cents. I was told to write it down. Always just, just nickel and dime, whatever it is. And you mean to tell me that you needed, that's what you needed? Down to the cents? What? So that for me, that right there for me, took me on a whole nother thing. Like what, what am I hearing? And what am I, what, what have I learned? Right. You see what I'm saying? Yep. But it still took me all this time to really like, because it was like the going in that really like solidified everything. But I was hearing all along. I was being obedient all along and it changed my life and it changed her life because God provided for her. You know what I'm saying? Like her higher self or my higher self or whatever you want to call it cared about what she was going through at that moment in time enough to use me as a vessel to be obedient enough to 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 make that flow through so it can go to her. You know what I mean? Like, and so to hear him say this right now, I'm just like, Lord. Like, I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> because it's really like this is this is amazing time right now that we're in. Like when when we started reading this, and I'm like, okay, so Money is not the supply. Source is the supply. Okay. So we're not looking at money. And then it said that basically source uses people as the vessel and you were the vessel for her. And that is so crazy because at the time, like, did that even register to you? No. I'm doing something wrong. Like, I'm, I'm telling you. And if I didn't call her, I wouldn't even know because she was hysterical. So I'm like, okay. You know, I'm still like a- apprehensive because I'm thinking right, right. like that's not right what I'm doing because I'm not, you know what I mean? Like you're not bringing that into a church or, you know, it was like this whole, I guess you want to call it religious way. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? And I'm just like, I'm right now, I'm just like, whoa, I'm just, in, I'm just like, 
it's it's really see. strong. It's strong for especially those who have ears to hear and eyes to see, like what's really going on. It's beyond any titles. It's beyond any anything. It's like being able to line yourself up so you can be a vessel, so it can pour out as above, yeah. so below, on earth as it is in heaven. It's when we when as we've been doing this challenge, like the more the more I'm understanding it, the way I'm looking at everything is like I don't even know this week like what planet I'm even on because I'm literally looking at everything so different now because I know that I don't that it's not even about money. It has nothing to do with that. Like, and for, I grew up in a family where everybody, it was everybody's, wasn't a person that you were like a dollar amount. Like how much money does this one make? Mm -hmm. How much overtime are you working? I'm retiring with this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good for you. But like, are you connected to your higher self? Can you sit with yourself? Do you know that like source provides for you? So no matter what, like you're provided for, like we've always been provided for. Like I had such a bad money mindset my whole life because my family shattered that for me. Mm. And it happened when I was very young. And looking back now, you know, when we're kids, we're always taken care of. And we never question where the money's coming from. We never question that. No. We just know that you, you know, these kids eat. Like, my kids, like, they eat. They're not looking like, oh, we need to go get a job. Like, it's they're just so provided cool. for. Yeah. But they're provided for. I'm the vessel providing for them. So it's like looking at it now like that and looking at it that, no one is ever in lack. You're never mm -hmm. in lack. There's mm -hmm. always some way that it's going to come about for you. Like over the years, even like I've had money pop up. Yeah. Random, yeah. random money, random things, people helping me. Mm -hmm. Like that's one thing I've always, but I've always helped people. Like I've always been a helper. Right. I've always don't like I've always you know if I have stuff like I'm giving it to people like I've yeah. always gotten the reciprocation but I didn't know at the time that's what it yes. was mm -hmm. so like now when I look back I'm like okay okay I see it I see it but as we're reading these principles even I'm just like mm. blown out of the water but I think the the biggest thing that I've learned from this book is that you can't tell everybody everything. Like, yeah, granted, we're on an international podcast right now talking about yeah. this, but I, I'm so good in who I am. Like, I'm okay to talk about it. Yeah. But it literally says in the book, like, to keep this a secret because people's energy will basically throw off what you're doing. And that was a real wake up call for me. Cause I think of all the times that I'm all excited for something and I want to go out and I want to tell everybody cause I'm excited. Mm -hmm. And then, and then like something weird would happen. Something happened. Uh-huh. 
And Everybody I'd be like, huh, that's so weird. Yeah. And I used to see people say, keep your manifestations, keep your dreams a secret and all this mm. stuff. And I was like, yeah, but don't you want to put it out into the world to get that resonance like flowing? Right. But no, no, mm. not all the time. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Just like you don't want everybody praying for you. I just want to put that out there too, because yeah. I, I had somebody... I had somebody tell me that she prayed for me. She mm. said she prayed that my business would explode. Okay. The okay. next day I wound up in the hospital and my stitch popped from surgery. What? Mm -hmm. And right. I was like, Oh my God, please don't, please don't ever pray for me again. I said to her, please don't do that. Don't wow. do that. And ever since then, I've been so funny about that because you don't know who everybody's praying to. Okay. Well, you don't know what everybody's praying to. I'm just saying like, for me, if I like, didn't, that's crazy. <laughs> that's why now I'm like, I, the secret part of it now that I, now I get it. I get it now. So I'm like, all right. Like, obviously I, you know, we wanted to share this because this has been so impactful for us. Yeah. But like, if this some, if this is something that you want to get into, and you do the book and you do the forty days of the challenge. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's something you keep to yourself because this is more like a spirit mind practice. It's not an of. It's a. It's a. You're in the world, but not of it. Practice. Right. Like. Like the first statement, for instance, mm -hmm. it says, God is lavish, unfailing abundance, the rich, omnipresent substance of the universe. Mm -hmm. Like, what? Mm -hmm. uh, no one ever told me this. No. Then the next part is this all providing source of infinite prosperity is individualized as me. <laughs> The reality of me, ma'am. Seriously, after I when I read this, I was mm -hmm. like, "Oh my god, I'm like so amazing." This is it amazing. Reminds me of a never-ending story. Now yep. I'm talking about the the evil. Yeah, like we are protected. Yes, like, <laughs> it's so crazy. I, I I have never felt so protected in my life. Like whatever you Same. try to do. I'm rubbering your. You can try it. It's cool, but <laughs> that is so like it's amazing because all you want to like, mm. the one other part though, mm -hmm. where it says, and this is what really hit for me. This is what really hit for me when it said, "Where is it?" It basically said that this book. Like, this is a lesson you have to learn in life about the way that abundance works and yes. learning that source is your supply. And it says if you don't learn the lesson, you got to come back and learn it again. So, see, okay. So, <laughs> so I know that this book in particular came to us so we could learn this lesson because think about how many lifetimes Girl. that we've probably come through right and we've gotten like that close 
but we never learned this lesson. And that's why it's literally presenting itself now for us to look at and learn the lesson. And now as we're understanding it and it's connecting for us, that's the lesson learned. Then you get to enjoy not worrying about where your bills are coming from. That's exactly it, Nasli. Okay. She said, once you know that you are the source, nothing can touch you. And that's nothing exactly can, what it is. Nothing, nothing can touch you because you're not even like looking at like a check or not, you're not chasing. Mm -mm. That's the new word I guess out. I'm chasing. Get your, like all these things right now that are out right now that people are, are, are running after is all the outsourcing. And yep. when I hear you say what you just said, it just, I'm telling you, I'm so filled with emotion because like the whole indoctrination, the whole like way the world goes is to even like in church to teach you like against abundance. Like it's never attainable. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you have- Or you shouldn't want it. Like you're bad that, for That shouldn't even it. be happening. Yep. That shouldn't nope. be happening because once you have this mindset, that doesn't exist. Like to me, it's like when you do it the opposite way, that's how you create all this. This is what people are not understanding. We're creating yep. more of it because we're outsourcing yep. and we're being against God. Yeah, but then literally. You don't see it like you're being against God because it's being taught like you, it's like being taught in a reversed way. But if everybody knew this and just use this formula then abundance will just rain down and rain through you understand what i'm yep. saying it's like natural it's like a natural world resource that you have attainable to you it's not somebody else is supposed to be giving you something well you when i used to hear when i used to hear abundance is your birthright like i got it but no, I didn't. Now I'm like, oh my God. And then and you're saying that you're going to have to repeat. Hold on. You're saying that you're going to have to repeat this if you don't get that down packed. So why not mm -hmm. teach against it? Have you outsourcing being in the world? And have you stuck time? here? And have you stuck? Stuck. I'm just like, stuck, stuck, stuck. Looking outside of yourself, not realizing it's it's you. Not realizing it's you out in the, you know, in the trenches, like, oh, and everybody's, oh, you know, I, I shouldn't want that. I shouldn't desire that anything. That was me. I, that, I'm, I was always like, oh, no, nothing. That doesn't yeah. mean anything. Uh, You're not supposed to be living in squalor, in poverty, no. in, in lack, like none of it. Like, nope. When you are going against abundance, again, you're going against God. You're going against you. And that's the, I know we talk about this part all the time. When I really boil it down, it's an insult to you and you are God. You are a walking manifestation. You are insulting yourself, which is an insult to the creator. Because why would the creator want you? sitting in all this poverty and all this pain and aggravation why would you're created so the creator can experience more 
of what's going on here. Why would the creator want to experience Yeah, like oh what God. the, that's not, nobody wants to live like that. And and we feel like we have, you, you're not supposed to be abundant. I shouldn't ask for anything. Oh, I, I can give, I can give, but I, oh, I can't receive. Oh, that. that when, when I read in the Bible, because listen, I wasn't like a big Bible person. I read it when I was younger, but as I got older, I was like, this is a spell book. That was me. I'm like, this is a spell book. Like, I'm not even reading right. this. Mm -hmm. And then and then when, when we started reading about like Neville Goddard, then I started understanding because I wasn't ready to read that. Mm -hmm. I didn't have the awareness to read the Bible. Yeah. Now I understand it's like a metaphysical book about levels of consciousness versus people. Because it's not a book about people. But that's the trick too. You never even know who you are. You, it's it, it's it's the fuckery for it's me. Everything with you. Everything with you. <laughs> it's so annoying because, like, as an adult now, I'm like, I'm kind of glad I didn't get into this when I was younger because I would have a hard time unlearning mm -hmm. to relearn. Like, I feel mm. like I'm very lucky in the way that, like. Even when I first woke up, I did not have a concept of what God was. Mm -hmm. I knew it wasn't a person in the sky anymore, but I didn't yeah. have a concept of what I thought it was. So I could create what I thought it was. And I remember sitting and being like, listen, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to be a religion. You don't have to be a yogi and yodel and be on your head and meditating. You don't have to do all that. It's literally loving yourself the most. It's so effortless. Showing other people how you love yourself. Yeah. And then loving other people. And that's it. Like it's being a good human. <laughs> Not... I'm not going to just fall off my chair, though. Nasley. No, hmm. So, my dad used to always say to no, me, no, I just said, no, 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 no. I, I cannot say, even. You just said this today. You can't leave I that part I just said out. this today. This, this, I just, this, was, this, is, this was like a this morning this conversation. Let's right go ahead and read what she said. Because I don't, and any. it says, I keep thinking of King Solomon and Queen Sheba. <laughs> and and how the source showed his lavish abundance through them. And it's just so funny because I just had this conversation with Tanjanique about the Queen of Sheba today. I'm just saying. what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I understand. Okay. Everybody's not going to understand this. That's fine. But we're <laughs> gathered. It's really, it's the confirmations for me, like this book, like, I'm telling you, I I would love, like we do this every morning on Clubhouse. If you guys aren't familiar with Clubhouse, it is like an audio app. You come on, you can listen, you could join on the stage, you could talk, whatever. But if you want to join us in doing this challenge, it's been, I mean, for me, I've had stuff popping up that it's just insane. It's, it's no. really, there's a lot. There's a lot. Like, 
we were already on the 40. I, I, I feel like when we were in the diamond, we all were, that and the abundance yep. and all that. I mean, not abundance, but the um, frequency, all that. I think we were already on it, but it was we didn't know it was a thing. See, like, that's the that's thing. the part though. Everything, everything that we've talked about in the last year, right? We didn't know they were things. This yes. is just the way we have been the whole time. So we didn't know it was a thing. When we started reading frequency, right? And I was like, wait, this is I've been I've been doing this forever. Like mm -hmm. I this is I I communicate like this, like right when we were talking about even remote viewing. Mm -hmm. Like we're doing remote viewing like I didn't know that's what it was, but I've been doing it. Telepathy, been doing that. Who knew it was a thing? And so we read it in the book, but that's what the books are for us is confirmation. But you gotta tell and, you gotta tell her about what I don't understand how that is like, <laughs> why is she okay. It's, so literally today, mm, mm, oh, and this is just more confirmation. They literally I had this conversation with Tanjanique today because my dad would always say to me, hey, Romana, welcome. My dad would always say to me, who do you think you are? The Queen of Sheba? And I was like, I don't know, am I? <laughs> and then and then here goes Nam's like, <laughs> Queen I'm of Sheba. Like, like, we just talked about this earlier. It's so funny. It's so funny. There's no way. But that's the thing, like, Everything, and you said this to me, this is why I even know this is true, is everything should be confirmation. If you're already hearing it, mm -hmm. if you're hearing it, you're hearing from source. Yeah. Everything around you should only be confirmation. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be going outside yourself for anything. Oh, please. The Ark of the Covenant's been oh coming up too. What? Like... Like we just stumbled on to the book of Enoch popped up for me and I had some, but well, okay. When we were in the room one day, um, Rocky had said that Tanjanique was a, um, a restorer and I'm an intercessor. All of a sudden book of Enoch popped up and I'm like, why do I even want to read this? So I started reading it. And last night I read the part where it says he's an intercessor. And I'm like, what? The like, what is going on here? But everything is just confirmation. This is stuff that, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, what does that even mean? If you are listening to your higher self, everything around you is going to confirm what you're hearing in the mm -hmm. spirit. Yeah. And if it's not a confirmation, that might not be accurate for you like there are times where i know when i had a lot of clutter before i could get quiet i would hear things but i didn't know if i could trust it i didn't know if what i was hearing was i didn't i didn't know i i didn't know a higher self was a thing so i'm like is this just my intuition like what is this and then now i don't have the clutter so it's very clear. Like when I get direction, I'm just obedient to it. Like yeah. the other night when we were on the phone, 
Tanjanique and I are talking. I'm in the middle of making a waffle. Okay. Mm. I'm smashing a banana, minding my business. And something's telling me to stop and go read this letter that my mom wrote before she died. And I'm like, I don't know why I have to stop and do this right now, mm. but I did. And then we went into this whole other thing and oh, it was just, years. oh my God, like it was this it was whole, whole other, other unfolding. That, yeah. So yeah. it's like anything that you're hearing, if you're obedient to it and you start trusting yourself, I think that's a huge thing. That's it. Like you got to trust yourself because. I was talking about with the, with the, um, the other day with the $20 bill or whatever. Yeah. That on there. Cause it's, it's true. It's like the whole. It's the principle, it's the it's the foundational formula, you know, and that that people already know. Yep. You know, that we don't that we don't yep. know. And even if they do know, they it's like they can manipulate with it because because we don't because we don't know. You know what I mean? But like exactly. once you come into like like Nazi say, like once you come into knowing it, there's no there's no turning back. Like when you, you really, can't unknow it. You can't unknow it. You can't unknow it. I think that's why this part of the journey is so like profound for me Mm -hmm. because it's literally like the things we're reading. Well, you know, you want to know something too. I feel like a lot of people, and this is something we learned is that you are like the currency, like people talk about money and they're chasing a bag, but the bag is you. Mm Mm-hmm. You're the currency. And the one part of the book talks about, where is it? It says, money is my own natural energy yield. Mm. Mm. And I love it. Because it's you. Mm -hmm. As God, source is your supply. Mm. You are the supply. Mm -hmm. You are the money. You are the currency. Mm. And and that for I'm telling you, this book, <laughs> this is like right up there with the Diamond Sutra for me. It is. This is like it is, it like, is that. That's what I'm saying. It, it like, really literally is. It is and, that. Like uh, when they say different translations to stuff, like we have dissected things in so many different <laughs> variables and stuff like that that we cannot see the common denominator in the, in the thing. That is the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same exact thing of what was being said because you're saying connect to from, you're connecting from the unseen realm. And that's uh, like this. I got to read this. It says the abundant life for each individual is the will of God. Mm. I'm sorry. So thank you. So here I'm sitting here my whole life like, oh, no, no, I'm good. You're supposed to be abundant. When you're abundant, you help other people. Yes. See, this is this is the other piece. That's another thing. <laughs> See, people have always said, oh, money is the root of all evil. No, it's the worship of money that's the root of all evil. And then money magnifies whatever you are already. So if right. you're a giver... If you're a love, it's going to magnify that. Yes, in your heart already. Then, exactly. But if Mm -hmm. you are a tyrant, it's going to magnify more of that. Yep. And just, 
it really is just <laughs> seeing that it's a it's this like you're never without you're never in lack i always used to feel in lack because i was looking it think about that I, oh. the more and yeah it, it's so right before i got on this I made a TikTok mm. and I literally was talking about whatever you focus on, you create more of. So if you think about lack, you're creating more lack. If you think of more, you know, poverty, you're creating more poverty. Mm -hmm. But like they don't, nobody tells you that. Mm. If you want to create more love in your life, you have to focus on love. And I think that when I found the gratitude room, that's what really changed for me in general was mm. My whole heart chakra opened. Right. And the love that I felt in my heart for myself and other mm -hmm. people was so magnified that it literally, I feel like it was such a big part of like, like me finding the sutra. Like yeah. the sutra blew my whole life open that because that literally woke like, I had an awakening like on the call, <laughs> like it was, I, it was so profound. I was literally sobbing. Like I did not know what was going on. It literally, I had no idea. And like, then I, I remember waking up and being like, God, like, so wait, am I here to help the collective to like, as they're waking up, like, Am I here to help the collective with that? And I was like, that sounds crazy. But now I'm like, yes. Yes. To help everyone, like to help the collective. Like I helped myself. Mm -hmm. I feel very solid. I feel very rooted in my beliefs and my, in my self, like, mm -hmm. In, in what I feel that God is, all the things that I needed for my foundation. Right. And now I feel like we get to share that with other people. Yeah, because to like, like show them that you can do, you can feel like this too. You just right. have to work on yourself mm -hmm. and really sit with yourself and, and do the, you know, it's not hard. We make it hard. I mean, it's not that it's hard. But it's it's just the letting go. Yes. Because yep. because that book right there even talks about you trying to intermingle what you thought already mm -hmm. with this. It's like no, you can't. you can't even mix it. You see what I'm saying? And that's what the Diamond Sutra was saying. It's a thing, but it's not a thing. It's like not even you can't bring it over into that. Because remember how Sabuna mm -hmm. was asking. And I remember, like I said, I, I remember saying in the room, oh, I got this. I'm like, oh, this is a meditation. This is a dialogue with your higher self. Because that's what that's just what I was just hearing. I'm like, okay, so I'm Sabuti and this is, but then I'm Buddha too. Like, and yeah. oh, it, it really, it, it really woke me up to the dialogue. Because right. it's, it's like something told me or a birdie told me all these things that. Choose a birdie. <laughs> and it just made more sense now and like you said like the whole like the contemplating in your mind and this other voice this, this, con this constant battle I don't 
I'm not saying I don't have that anymore, but it's so small now. Yeah, it's like you know what I mean. It's like almost obsolete now at this right. point. But that tug of but war that comes of, from clearing up. That comes from healing. Yeah, yeah, and that's all the work that literally, like, see, I know some people feel like they have to be doing something. They have to be going to a yoga studio. They have to be going and learning about, you know, going and learning about chakras and getting certified. And you got to have all these titles and you got to have letters and da, 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 da. Yeah. no, no, I'm like living proof of that. I'm sorry. Like I literally, it's like I, I need do nothing. Yeah. I work best doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I like sitting with yourself, owning your shit, looking at yourself and mm-hmm. like loving on your loving on your hurt. If you have to talk to yourself, if you have to talk to somebody else, like mm-hmm. I constantly confide in like we talk about all this stuff on here anyway. But I mean like you help me hash out in my brain what I'm already what I already know. But since, yeah. like yeah. we even said, like, I know that you are just another me. Exactly. <laughs> you are source also. You are God yeah. also. So yeah. I'm talking to my God self when I talk to you. Yeah. So when there's I no when you say here, things no, to me, yeah. I listen. I listen. Because well, I, I, I always say it's not me. It's not me. It's, it's, it's the most high. It's not me. I, I don't take, like, credit for that as if, like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to, like, put my foot on somebody's neck or them just come to me, you know, no, because it's not no. like that. It's like, I need to hear stuff too. Like, because it's inner, it's like a inner changing reciprocity. Yep. Low. Sometimes you have to no. be like, look, you have to, so, so, you have to tell me stuff a lot of times. Like, and like, even like our, like our shares and stuff like that in the rooms and stuff like that before those used to be so therapeutic for me because just the fact of hearing how somebody else thought about something based on yeah. how they were getting through something or how they felt about something. You know what I mean? It just kind of like opened up so many, so many other things that, that were, I thought that were just closed. That's because I understand that that's me as well. There's no yeah, separation. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a beautiful thing. And like, it's funny how we were all like together in the, in the rooms and all that, but, when we when we put like too much of a emphasis on a thing sometimes and don't let it flow, then we 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 can't sometimes like understand when things are moving in the way they are. I, a lot of times I just feel like I know that the reason why I was even in those spaces is because I needed to be where I am right now. Like I would never be on a podcast talking to anybody about anything. I am a very <laughs> introverted type of person like i i am a people person but i'm not getting on no podium and oh hear you hear you know i'm not doing <laughs> that. you know what i mean but i love to be able to say like how this has affected me and changed me and i don't i don't even know i mean changed me in order for me to like say something about it you know right. what i mean like this is what I was doing and this is what I'm doing now. And to see the common thread through it all, like how I always have been, and it's just really just developing like a like a picture, like a yep. like a photograph. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love it's it. so amazing. Like 
and we are all so amazing, you know, and we all, it's the contribution. Like when you say, you know, am I doing this for the collective? You're, yeah, you're giving your portion back, yep. you know what I'm saying, yep. to, because you are experiencing as a human being here, but, but I always talk about the ET phone home thing. Like I'm, yep. I'm giving back from where I came from. Like it's, so it could be full circle reciprocity. You know what I mean? It's yep. not always just this me and another person. It's, it's you and your higher self. When you come here and you forget, cause we forget that we, yep. who we already are. But when you remember, you know what I'm saying? And then you align yourself with that, what you remember, and then you can bring in and, and, and it'll just be a constant, constant flow as opposed to just being this, this one way stuck. And I don't know where to run. And I don't know where to turn. And nobody else can tell me because if they're not tapping in to source, then what could they really tell me? Right. Oh, that part. See, not like not like can nobody like, tell me nothing, but like the re- the real original way that we're supposed to be doing things is not being done. So exactly. we're like the blind leading the blind here. You know what I mean? Like we have the original blueprint in us. That's yeah. see, that's, that's why I love it. It's so funny. Like yeah. when you brought this name up, right? I was like, I love that. But I didn't, I, I didn't feel as, like, I knew what it meant. Now I feel what it means. Like, yeah. I feel it because it, we all have a blueprint in us. Yeah. But are you awakening to your divinity? Mm-hmm. Do you know that you're divine? Like, I, I heard somebody, somebody wrote on my post the other day. They're like, I know I'm God. But you don't treat people like you know your God. Are you treating people with love and respect and reciprocity? Or are you walking around with a holier than thou attitude like you, like you, oh, and you are a peasant? And that's that's for me, like I know that people, some people do grasp the concept, but after we read that book, even about like the cosmic laws of the universe, which that we'll have to talk about that soon. Oh my that God. one law, that one law that we read, and it was like, if you know your God, then you know when you talk to other people that they are God too. So you have to revere that person just the same way that you revere God and treat that person as if they're the most important person on earth. And I was like, wow. (laughs) So when this lady wrote that on my page the other day, I didn't even respond to her because I know that it's not even her fault. She's just not aware to that level yet. But if you're going to walk around saying things, treat people like that. Mm -hmm. Treat people like, like, like how God would love you. Yeah. If you're a walking manifestation on earth and that's what you're saying, you know, you are, your behavior should reflect that. Did my behavior always reflect it? No, I'm not going to sit here and be like, Oh my God, I'm so great. No, because there was a long time. Like I've had a lot of issues in my life. Like I've not always been, I mean, I was never like a mean person. 
I was never out to hurt anybody. Mm. But was I making good judgment calls for my life? Absolutely not. Was right. I loving myself the most? Absolutely no. not. I'd and that not. is an insult to the creator. Mm -hmm. And I, you want to know what I love when you said to me, people worship the creation versus the creator. And that, that is a thing. And people are looking at, oh, look at my cell phone, look at my car, look at my house. Oh, uh, and treating that like that's where everything is. Right. But really, you're not phoning home like E.T. You're not saying uh, thank you, Source. Like, thank you. Because Source is the creator and the supply, the infinite mm -hmm. substance. Like, mm -hmm. that other that's the other part. See? Mm. The substance piece. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so much. I, it's so much it's so much because it's you don't realize you don't realize until like you do and then it's kind of like just mind-boggling like where is this part hold on um okay see when i you know how like people say oh are you a person of substance I was always like, mm, like, I think I'm a good person. Like, this was me. I, I think mm -hmm. I'm a good person. But then when you hear substance like this, mm -hmm. like, where does it say? It says, I lift up my mind and my heart to be aware, to understand, mm -hmm. and to know that the divine presence I am is the source and substance of all my good. Now I'm looking at substance like, wait a second. This is like a full, like to me, I see it like your picture that you mm -hmm. drew. This just flow that's in you. Like, I don't know. Like it just now. I don't even. It, uh, All I know so is what's, so what's unfolding is literally eyes have not seen ears and not heard <laughs> and i'm just so like nazi saying right here about like you know she said when i was little i always thought a stranger could be an angel or jesus so i was always respectful i love that that is how i was like my mom that's regardless to the drugs i'm gonna show people my mommy real quick this is my mommy i don't know if i can see her i love it Yep, you can say you look just like her. Thank you. She used to sit with bums, dressed up, smelling good, hair done, nails done, everything did, little bangles, little. She's a little person, so she just be walking up and she go to the liquor store and she see somebody out there, she'll sit with them, she'll talk with them. And I used to be like looking at her. I used to always, I just would sit there and observe her all the time, like. Because she was just gorgeous, first of all. But she just had this charisma, had this this light in her. And the only thing that was missing is that she did not value herself. Right. Herself. You see what I'm saying? I see the difference now. I see that you can give all this love and all this stuff to everybody else. But the one thing that you do is leave yourself. Yep. And... Yeah. Mm. 
I do I never saw someone as less than me. Like right. I don't even see like people that with more stuff more than me. No. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like a like I don't know. I just don't see that. Like, but I didn't see myself. Right. That's worth your value. You know what I'm saying? And I watched my mom not do that. And so this is, I think, the real big missing piece for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And yeah, I just always, I mean, I'm, I'm not perfect. I get upset, mad sometimes. I cuss. Yeah, all that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying <laughs> in my heart, I never felt like somebody was beneath me or less than me. Right. You know, I wasn't, exactly. I wasn't taught that way. My family is not even like that. They will give you the shirt off their back. Like literally, my mom will give you her last, and I just love her whole way. And I just, I just like learned from what I saw. I was very observant, and now I see in my forties because I saw her like go through all the stuff she went through, and I could never, I never knew her age because she always looked so young. <laughs> I was like. And I didn't even ask, like, what, how old are you? She just looked like she was the same age the whole time, like, the whole time. <laughs> but then, but I knew when she got into her 40s for some reason, even though she didn't look like she was in her 40s. But it was like a whole nother new, like, like a reboot. Mm-hmm. And then my grandmother, um, after she passed and stuff, because my mom passed, like, right before I turned 40, I think, or something like that. Um, my grandma was like, yeah, 40 is like... Uh, like when you really start living, you know, you know, and, yep. I, and I and I said like, wow, I I witnessed my mom get rebooted, but but the thing about it is she fell back into the self doubt and the you know what right. I mean. So it's like when you don't have this like substance, like you're speaking of, and this source, the connection. Yeah, yeah. it's easy to have these times of greatness or whatever and then lose it you see what right. i'm saying but but when you get this in your system like this whole this book this 40 days this really this renewing and re like re rewiring your your mind there's no way you can turn away from it there's mm-hmm. no way you can turn back from it you see what i'm saying so think about if we're being rerouted to think like this at all times then we won't have the things that's going on in this world. Yeah. It wouldn't even exist. Because it doesn't even exist. It's everywhere. It doesn't exist. <laughs> I mean, I remember when I first woke up, I remember I said to my friend Gina, I was like, gee, I think I'm supposed to like talk about like God to people. <laughs> she was like, okay. Like, I was like, but I don't know because like, I don't, I don't like know enough. Like I felt like I didn't know enough. Right. But as I've connected, like, like within myself, like, I feel like it's so important because a lot of people, they think it's outside of themselves. Yeah. So now what, like talking about what we're talking about tonight, for some people, this is extremely taboo, and they're like, oh, yeah. how could you say? And that's okay. Yeah. But like like Buddha said, everybody will be led to the final nirvana. Sorry. Like, that's just... You're going to come to the knowing. Of you're going to come to the knowing. Of yourself. And it, yes. And that's really... That, for me, the sutra, 
the books. And, you know, people are like, oh, you don't need books. The books are the confirmation of what we know. So as we're going through our path and all this stuff is coming up and talking about your inner supply and the consciousness of your truth. And it's like, this stuff is so powerful. And like our parents, mm. like your mom was so young. My mom was young. Like they didn't even have a, ch like they didn't even get a chance to experience what we're experiencing. And that's why I'm like, I am always in appreciation mm -hmm. <laughs> for what goes on because there are people like my dad, he had no, I don't, I, he didn't understand. He thought it was outside of himself. Like even the prosperity things, like all this stuff we're talking about, like to have that real connection and know that nothing's outside of you. That's mm. how you can move forward. That's how you can keep going. Mm. That's how I can sit now on a podcast with you, right? And talk about how I know there was always something higher guiding me to where a year ago, I was like, I don't know, Gina. I don't know if I could like talk about this because, yeah. and it's not like I'm doing it in like a preachy way no. or, but see, this is what people, people think that's how, if they speak up and say something about God or source or that it's going to come across like that and people are going to judge you for talking mm -hmm. about it. And, and no, like, I'm sorry. Now I'm talking about this all the time because it's so important to know, like you were born perfect. Like mm -hmm. when you said that to me that day when we were talking source created us all perfect. And then it's whatever trauma and shit that you got along the way that like makes you how you like, are. Like kind of like, kinda like yeah, like baggage. Like, yep. And then once you realize, like, wait, you have the moment where you're like, wait a second, wait a second. I was already perfect, mm -hmm. and and I created in my head all these narratives, mm -hmm. the shame, the guilt, the hurt, all the pain. And I kept it playing in my head, like, for what? So now I feel like anytime we get a chance to talk about this, like, that's why I love that we're doing this podcast in general, because this is going to free people, period. Like, period. when you can think a different way that is just totally different from what other people are saying. Mm -hmm. People are walking around this world and they're like, I hate my life. And mm. I used to hate my life too. Mm -hmm. I did. Me too. I I mean, we had a lot of stuff happen in our mm. lives, like deaths, addiction. Like I've I've had addiction issues, like all these things. But I was brought through to the other side and like literally saved. I'm sorry. Like literally. I literally. <laughs> that's why now, any mm. chance we get to like help other people to walk through any of this stuff, like. I just have such appreciation because I know we didn't go all go through all the stuff we've gone through for nothing. No. And source will give you what to say too. Just someone. Yep. Like yep. my cousin called me today and she's having a dilemma with some stuff and she's trying to get like a new apartment or whatever. And then she, she said she ended up getting a reading from this lady and the lady said, told her this stuff, but she still had questions. She's like, and she read me everything that she, that she told her. And I said, she, one thing she said, she said, whatever blockages you're getting right now, 
from because you're trying to get this apartment from the people that are supposed to give you the apartment, right? Mm-hmm. You share the same blockage or whatever with that person. Mm. So look at that. What is it going to take? It's going to take you, my cousin, to go and do the healing and cleansing within yourself to break it. Yep. You cannot break it from another person. You cannot mm-hmm. break that person. You can't try to no. convince that person to break it. You got to do it within you. And like mm-hmm. we're saying, you watch everything around you transform. That yep. is how you do it through yourself, not through yep. nobody else. All this controlling and trying to get somebody to see, even in relationships, getting somebody to love you and all this type of stuff. If you do not love you, <laughs> and I know that sounds cliche, but I'm telling you right now, I have been single. I was for four years. And I was in a long relationship, husband, all that type of stuff. And um, didn't get it, didn't know. But now it's like, okay, whoa, I had to like, and I had to reboot myself. And like I said, I'm still a work in progress, but I start seeing what I was attracting at that point now. Like, right. you know, cause I was, even though I was married and all that type of stuff, had kids, had the homes and da, 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 da. It was like, I had to, um, I had to be torn down to be brought back up. Built up. Because yeah. I needed to receive and receive what though? Receive source. Right. Yeah. This is happening right now in real time is receive the source of my supply so yeah. that what I'm really bringing to the table is really substantial, really solidified and coming from the creator, like you said, into the creation. You see what I'm saying? Being a yeah. co-creator. I wasn't doing that. I was, but it was unbeknownst to me. You see what I'm right. saying? So things were able to be washed away because it was not on a solid foundation. I thought it was, but it wasn't. You know what I right. mean? And that that's the that is the rude awakening at the same time I had to <laughs> <laughs> I had to like really like see instead of being like this victim, I had to be like, okay, oh I see. I was the oldest sister. Everybody came to me. I'm gonna stop everything I'm doing to do this. I even brought my child, my newborn babe, two months old across country to go help my little sister because my mom passed away and I was like her mom, so-called, this title I had. But it was like, no. So I had mm-hmm. to experience homelessness. I had to experience her putting me out of my her house because she was in, not in her right mind state. You know what I'm saying? And I forgive her for that and I love her, you know, because I realized what happened. And right. But I had to experience, first of all, my fears of putting my children who I brought to this earth in some of the same predicaments that I had to experience as a child, but I was in so much fear that right. that came like you me. created it. Yeah. Right. I created it. And so I had to create a way out of it. And the only yep. way I could create a way out of it was to look at myself and realize where it was coming from and smash and demolish that. You see what I'm saying? So right. we have to be the ones to do it in ourselves before we try to set out and try to do it to do it for somebody else. Because like I said, once you start doing it, then you'll start seeing it all. And it's so funny because I was just led to watch that movie Inception today. I watched it before, but I get it now. Because yep. the thoughts was creating all the stuff that was going on and they were able to change stuff up and go back and heal stuff and 
the stuff that we've been talking about, the same stuff Penny yeah. has been talking about. You know, you see these movies, and you and, and, and when you're not really, you know, in alignment for yourself, you don't see it that way. You just see it as entertainment. But when you look back right. at it, knowing what you know, it's like, oh, okay. And so then you're like, people have been knowing this. Excuse me, like you've been people have been mm-hmm. knowing this like right around me and all that. And I, I was sitting up here like, like lost in the sauce, <laughs> lost in the sauce, but. Man, it is such a beautiful, regardless to all the things that I'm saying, all things I've been through, I would not change this moment for the world. I would mm-hmm. not change it. Like, this is beautiful right now to have open eyes, to see clearly what's going on, how it's going on. And it it, it puts blame on the back burner. It puts yep. ridicule on the back burner. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't. You, you you don't like how that feels in you and then when you when you start seeing like that rise up in you because you're not exempt from it but right you bring it back down to where it came from you you, you get rid of it immediately smash and demolish yeah it's man <laughs> i'm telling it's a beautiful thing and i <laughs> there I, there were so many times that i've had stuff pop up and it would take me out of the game, like knock me out. Now I'm like, okay, mm. like like you said, it's time sensitive. Like, and keep it moving because you, if you focus on what is bad, you're creating more of that. And I yeah. think that for me was such a valuable lesson because I want to create more beautiful experiences. And knowing that this is an experience versus, oh, I'm just like showing up here every day because like I'm supposed to. Yeah. You're here experiencing. So what experience do you want to create? Are you going to sit there and create poverty? Like even when we were talking about like, like when we're talking about like, oh, you know, what kind of car would be like our dream Mm -hmm. car? If I'm the creator... If I'm the creator right. of my experience, right? Why am I creating like a hoopty? <laughs> For what? I'm confused. And now I'm like, wait a second. I got to throw everything I knew in the garbage. Oh, yeah. And now I'm going to create from an abundant, beautiful mind state. Right. And like, just like you were saying about your ex, like, the experience that I'm having right now, where I'm at, like I'm in the, I'm in the middle of really realizing that I've been married for a decade, and I don't even know this person. I so crazy. Why <laughs> inception did they say? Who would have a dream for ten years? Who would be in a dream? I was like bamboozled. bamboozled. I, was, I was in my last relationship for like 10 years. I was like, who would be? And I'm talking about at the 10, it was like, don't do an 11, or else you're gonna be in a whole stop it now. I heard yeah. that. And I it was the truth. I was like, whoa, okay. And like now I'm like, like so now I decided to like Nazi said, upgrade the creation. Exactly. Like that's now where I'm at. Like, okay, like. I'm creating my way out of this yeah. because 
yeah. I, I'm not the same person from a decade ago. Mm -hmm. I'm not the same person from this morning. I, I, I be, I don't, <laughs> there's so much all day. Like, see a lot of people, you know, they think they could like meditate once a week, like, and you know, they're doing something. This is what we, this is our lives. Like, this is, this is, is what, what this is what I do. This is what this is what we do. Like this is our whole life. And like I said to you the other day, people probably think we are insane. They probably think we are insane. And I am so okay with it now because I, I really know that I am not. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I know that it's because my like the awareness of what's going on mm -hmm. when you aren't ready for that. It does seem like people are insane, but when you really sit back and like, they call it uh, cognitive dissonance. Like I said something the other day on Facebook about, do you think the moon landing was real? People got all bent up. Oh my God, they were going crazy. And I'm like, right, but have you ever seen the video of Buzz Aldrin saying like, no, it was fake. And everybody's like, that was staged. Ma'am, this is the actual astronaut. Yeah. I, and I've seen videos of like them like putting together the um, astronaut suits and like they're it's using singer, singer sewing machines. Yeah. Singer sewing machines. Like you're you're making astronaut uniforms out of a singer. Get out of here. Get out of here. Stop the madness. And then I heard Stanley Kubrick actually said that he's the one who produced the whole thing. It's so, a production. Yeah. Like, the, the world's a stage. The world's a stage. And I mean, now looking at it and just, I know to some people, they're like, that's bullshit. That's not real. Da, da, da. Yeah, it is. Like, most of the things that we think are conspiracy are very true. There were, it's very true. It's, it's very a conspiracy true. till it's not, you know? Exactly. Because think about, think about like, if you had this mind, they say, have the mind, wait, what did it say? I forgot how the scripture goes, but let this mind be in you, that is mm -hmm. also in, which is in Christ, Christ Jesus, or the Christ consciousness, having that Christ consciousness, if, if we knew First of all, it's just that you are a creator, mm -hmm. right? A co-creator from you can and you bring stuff here in the manifestation. That is just how it goes. Right. It doesn't you've been doing it the whole time. Except now you're aware you're doing it. So you exactly. can you can now make what you, you want. you want, not because of what somebody else is like right. dictating and saying to you about it, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. So it's like once you get that, then you then it's like okay, okay, yeah, that was that's how that's their production. You just yep. believe that what you're told. a creator. Well, that's like even like once you realize it, it's not gonna make it's like you're not even gonna be mad about it. Like you're gonna be like, oh, that was a creation. That yeah, was like like oh, well now I'm the creator. The narrative. Yes, and now I can create my own. Like it's like play, Ready Player One, like. Okay, like I'm the main character. Oh, and this is, I know, like, this is like one of my favorite things because hmm. I literally see like our higher selves 
sitting at a table, like hanging out, playing with a remote, just like people play video games. And that's us here. Like our higher selves are like doing the most in another plane of existence. And I know some people are like, yeah, okay, lady, but you literally are the main character. This is your story. It's your creation. You are not supposed to be a backup dancer in someone else's shit. And I know that it is like unheard no. of for some people because no. you're living for somebody else. <laughs> people need to watch these movies. I'm thinking about Total Recall. I'm sorry. When, remember on the thing he was like telling his, I'm looking at you saying what you're saying and I'm th looking at like you, right? And then, like, somebody else that's you looking at you right now saying, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> and so you're looking at, like, like, you can't even, in that reality, you're looking at yourself doing it, you can't even fathom what's being said. You're like, what? You know what I mean? Is that me? It's talking deep. to me? It's so deep. <laughs> it's so deep. Like, oh, my God. Like, even in that, even in the Inception movie, they were like, Saying like the one dude was like, yeah, yeah, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that here, and da, 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 da. he's like making it all up, <laughs> and then they're going well, and doing it, and I'm like, but that's the thing, like that's the thing, like even Neville, uh, not Neville, Bob Proctor, and he calls it a power life script. He's like, all right, listen, you just write it out the way you want to see it, and then you say it and you write it. And then your subconscious is going to be like, okay, this is what we're doing. Okay. All right. So that's what, you know, we made up our own script. Even for like our goals, like we made up a goal statement, what we want to see occur for us. Like, and we message each other every day and we voice note it to each other and we're writing it because we want, you're the creator. And and the crazier the shit sounds, it's like the better. Yeah, because it's, you're the narrator, so you're gonna you're gonna write it like it already happened, like you're telling the story. Yep. So once Sally upon a time, to the store <laughs> and bought her a hamburger, <laughs> and she ate it. Like you already. Did it. <laughs> yep. So and it's seeing it from the end. Uh, that that always sticks with me is seeing it from the end, even like. When you messaged me that day and you were like, I want you to get your congratulations speech ready. And first of all, like I, that. like I said, I look at you as me. So I'm like, all right, okay. so source source is telling her to tell me to get my my speech ready for like whatever. <laughs> so me, I'm in the car and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yes, I just want to thank everyone for being here. <laughs> but it's just Wow. But we can create whatever we want. And it's so, like, I look around and I look at, like, the things I've created before I was aware I was creating. And I'm like, girl, what you created this. Get don't your life together. Act like you don't know. You need yep. to know that you created it thus far. Period. Don't try to. This way, yes. Yep. And this way you can alter. Yeah. From here on out. Like, if you look at your life and you're looking at like a shitty life, let's just say, and you're mm -hmm. like, I hate this life. Ugh. You can't stay there. Mm -hmm. You have to have gratitude for where you're at. Mm -hmm. I love this life. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. 
And then when you appreciate things, you get more good things from right. that. Because I'm thinking about even how I saw a post this morning and like two years ago, we had a tornado here. And the tornado took down the pole across the street and it literally came down on my truck and broke my truck in half. Okay. Who does that happen to besides me? Nobody. I mean, it happens to other people, but this was really dramatic. I'm, I'm very dramatic. Like that can like really set somebody back. Think about that. And I, like, you want to know what I car? did? You want to know what I did though? I was said to everybody, I said, listen, cause we had a minivan left. We only had the one car. I was like, listen, I want everybody, because now we had no power. The house, like the tree almost took the house out. We had no electricity for like a couple days. So I'm like, pack your stuff up. Like, we're going to go upstate and like, go have fun. Mm, And everybody was like, are you all right? But I knew if I stayed in that vibration, right? And I don't know what. Well, I do know. My higher self was like, no, girl, don't do it. Yeah, don't, don't fall into this hole. Don't yeah. fall for it. It's a trick, you know? Because I had already mm. been, like, there was all types of shit going on before that. So I'm like, all right, all right. So let's just pack up and let's go have fun. And everybody yeah. was like, are you all right? And I'm like, uh-huh. Wow. So we took everybody. We went to this place upstate. There was, like, a pool and everybody was having fun. We hung out, whatever. But that could have taken me out, like, literally. And then the next month, the next month, I took my oldest daughter to go apply for college. We're inside. Somebody comes in and they're like, does anybody have a Chrysler? And I'm like, oh, a car or a van? And they're like, oh, a car. And I'm like, oh, no, it's not me. That's cool. And then they come back and they're like, does anybody have a Chrysler van? And I'm like, fuck. So I'm like, oh, I go outside and I see smoke billowing out of the car. And then I see it explode and go on fire in front of us. And I'm like, are you even joking me right now? Like this was, I was down to my last car. Okay. I just paid like a thousand dollars for her to go to school. Now I can't even get her there. I have zero cars now. And all I kept remember saying was, Thank God I didn't stop at the store because I was going to stop at the store and I was going to leave Elise in the car. And if I would have left her in the car, that car would have exploded and killed her. And I could not even be mad. I was so grateful that we weren't in the car. I didn't even give a shit about the car. And everybody was like, are you all right? Because I wasn't like, throwing myself on the floor. Like I wasn't being who I used to be where I'd be like, Oh my God, why is this happening to me? But I couldn't even, I couldn't even be mad. And all those things that could have set me back. Right. And I just kept it moving because I knew if I gave my attention to it, it would just get fucking worse and worse. So I was like, you know what? Maybe it just meant I needed a new car. Maybe it was the universe clearing out this old energy and like bringing in newness for me, right? I mean, we still only have one car now, but that's okay. Because I know the next car I get is going to be what I actually want. Like the car that we got, I got it because 
it's what I could get. Like now yeah. I know that I'm creating, mm. it's going to be the car that I want. Want. Versus settling for the old, the old way where I'd be like, oh, I just need something. Wow. But I'm telling so, you, like, oh, when I saw that memory that, today. How did the car, what, I mean, did you ever find out why I did that? Like, it was all. Well, we actually, we took it to the week before we took and got the radiator fixed at this, um, at a local gas station. Mm. And they, we went and picked it up, got it back. And that's the part that went on fire. So I called the gas station and I'm like, it was off. "Mm -hmm, It was off. It was off the whole thing. It it was so dramatic and it was right in the middle of a college parking lot. So like, this was like a scene and it was like out of a movie. I go live on Facebook. I'm looking at it. I'm being like, whoa. I can't even believe, I can't even believe it's happening because I've never seen anything actually explode or go on fire. So I'm like, holy shit. So now I go live on Facebook because everybody saw that my car just got trampled by the tornado. So I'm like, here's my car. <laughs> like my car is on fire. I don't even know what the fuck is going on here. And then it explodes. It was like so dramatic. Then I go look at the car. Obviously it's not salvageable. And it was just like, what the fuck is going on here? But I'm like, That's I'm just so thankful that yeah. if I would have stopped at the store, mm. she would be no more. Horrible. Because it happened so, like, like it was smoking. And if she was sitting on her phone playing with it, she wouldn't have noticed. And kids aren't looking for that, you know? Like, she's, like, nine. She was 18 at the time. But, like, she's not looking for indications of a, of a problem. like, last year? It was two years year ago. What? Yeah, like, it's it's coming up on two years in September. And I'm like, holy shit, like... Cause that one, the the tornado with the um the pole across the truck, that was today a year ago, and I, or two years ago, wow. and I, when I saw the memory on Facebook, I was like, I remember specifically that I had to be like, no, I am not gonna let this take me out, because I knew I was like, mm. I have to create more of what I want to see, I have to, mm. so I have to shift it. Instead of falling into the trap of oh my god, my life's falling apart and wow, I'm good. I'm gonna lose everything in my refrigerator, which we did because you know there was no electricity for like four days. Right. But we went upstate. We had the best time. We had a great vacation. We came home. The day we came home, the lights came back on. I was like, oh okay, like we got to do our little laundry, got to clean up, and I was like, you know what? This could have went so such another way. Mm-hmm. But I know at that point, that was a big turning point for me. From that one choice. That was such a huge turning point. Like, because mm-hmm. that one point could have, like, really taken me out. I mean, but I was, like, sick of living like that, too. Like, poor me. Even though yeah. at the time, yeah. really, it could have been poor me. No, it could have been a whole. I hated feeling other like that. Thing. Right. Wow. I hated feeling like that. I wow, hated dude. it. 
But that's why, like, now I can actually sit and, like, I know that people go through bad shit all the time. Yeah. But it literally, it's there for a purpose. And not to punish you, but so you experience it and then can help other people. Yeah. You know? Because, like, I know we've even talked about, like, like, even doing, like, nonprofits, right? Mm. I want to do a nonprofit for women who are in situations that they cannot get out of because financially they cannot. But I got to help myself do that first to be able to help other people. But once I can do that, like Mm -hmm. no one should ever be stuck. But that's, it's just, this is something I'm going through to go help other people get through it. But you know, another part to that, as you're speaking about that, right? Because there there are places like that already, but then people go back to situations. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So this is why it's so key right now what we're speaking about as far as source and what you're saying when you just use that example of how you went within to kind of like alchemize the situation and turn right. it around and go upstate. You see what I'm saying? Because it has to be something in you still, even if there's something that you can like escape to or whatever. It still has to be something within you that's going to, it's just, it has to be the source. So, yeah. like, the person can't just see, like, you being the help that they needed, but the source being the help that, that they need that use you as the vessel. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, yeah. I don't know. It just, it just, to me, things are just so much more different now. And, like, by just being ourselves, we're helping people see that they can be that too and then utilize source yep and go with it we didn't have honestly we really did utilize source and maybe that's that's why that's what the reason is because we say everything happens for a reason but we still don't know that reason the reason is to get you source yep so yep exactly because if i didn't have all those if i didn't have all those things i couldn't literally even talk about it but it's yeah. because of being connected to my higher self that now yeah. like that was that was the goal right of all these trials and all tribulations we signed up for it before we even got here all of it so and it's like, like you know what i mean like let go of arbitrary conceptions cuz that situation like me dealing with my kid's father and that i can have i have this whole storyline but my storyline needs to be to help somebody else that's going through it because I'm showing how I persevered. I'm saying how I got, how I made it out of it. Yeah. Through going within myself and being, like you said, sick of your own shit or whatever it is, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> you right. see what I'm saying? But it was still something that you had to literally do. Something that yeah, you, until you do it from inside of you. You know what I'm saying? Right. That made you be like, okay, enough of this already. And even if, even after saying enough of this already, it's still like, now it's a process out of yep. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a, you have to recreate yeah. you have to recreate everything. You can't everything. even hold on to anything because it's no. not even it's not even it, it's it doesn't exist anymore. Like no. I could Literally. hold on to oh, we lost our truck and then we lost our car and blah blah blah. I could ho- I could still be playing that scenario today. 
just like I played out, oh, my mom died, and then I got a felony, and then I got, 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 and blah, blah, blah. I could keep playing that scenario if I wanted to, but is it serving me? No. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. And I'm this just not telling it to somebody else. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, just the way that you just even like told the story about the cars blowing up. That is like huge. That can yep. send somebody. Like that's oh, crazy. Forget. Like, Melissa, years ago, if that would have happened, just forget it. Just lock me up. Just straight jacket. I mean, you know what I mean? Like. Well, that's exactly. I would have been a, the hottest of hot messes. I would have been like, sign me up. <laughs> like, sign me in. I'm good. But, but it literally storyline because it's still something that did take place, and you're you're using it to say, okay, this is what happened, and I did this. Yep. That's yeah. Of being like, I had to. I had to. <laughs> because if I would have played into that, if I would have played into that, forget it. And I'm like thinking to myself, my kids are watching how I'm dealing with this situation. What am I going to do with this? And thank God I had the money at the time that I could do that. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, otherwise we would have had to sit here in the heat with no electricity. Yeah. With a broken ass car in the front of the house. Sorry. I would have sat with like a broken ass car in front of my home. Mm -hmm. And I would have been like, oh, oh, poor me. Mm -hmm. Instead, I was like, no, mm -mm, I can't do this. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. See, it was something I said, that was like, I'm not doing it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I couldn't do something. it. I came wow. too far. Mm -hmm. I'm like, nope, came too far. Because like, even like two months before the car thing even happened, mm -hmm. Elise was in the hospital. Grace wound up in the hospital. There was so much stuff going on and all that shit could have shattered me. But I was like, no, not today. Nope, I'm not doing it because I, I've i lived that forever. Right. I've always let shit break me down. And finally I'm like, why? But why? Right. And I don't even know what was really, like now I know what was making me, but at the time, mm -hmm. that wasn't something, I didn't know I had like a higher self. I didn't know there was yeah, something no, bigger than no. me, no. you know? Mm -mm. But it, oh, thank you, Romana. Good night. Good night. Yeah, I didn't. I had no idea. I had no idea it was like a thing. I had no idea that any of it was a thing. Mm -hmm. So to be able to now take and use my experiences to help other people, even if it's just anything, like anything, anything. and that's what we're doing. That. You know, and we continue to do it. You know? Every just by showing up as yourself, like yeah. people think that they have to do something fancy to help mm -hmm. other people. You really don't. Share who you are. Share your story. Share what you love. Share mm -hmm. what you don't love. Share like share with people because yeah. you don't know who you're helping. Mm -hmm. Like I, I have that text message I send out every day. I send that out. Whatever I sit down and I hear, I yeah. text. Yeah. I don't ask questions. I shoot it right out. Mm -hmm. When I do that, I get no, responses back. I get responses back that are mm -hmm. like, I needed to hear this today. Are you in my head? Like, and I don't know. I don't even know who any of these people are really on this text message. Cause they just send me a thing to add them. Right. And you just don't even know who you're helping. 
you don't with your words. Mm -hmm. And that's why, like, I love being able to do this and be able to do the whole podcast and everything mm -hmm. else that we have coming up because it takes one person to change your life. Like, mm -hmm. I don't remember what it was for me exactly. Like, I know I, I heard different things along the way that were like, Oh, you know, like you have to like focus on what you want to see versus, you know, what you already experienced. Yeah. So, so when that did happen with the truck that I could shift, but think about how many people don't know that they can even shift. Oh, please. And I think that's why it's so important to even be able to have conversations like this and to yeah. do the podcast and all these things. Because if, if you don't know, you just don't know. Mm -hmm. But if you turn around and you share your experience, then other people are like, okay, we see someone did it. We could do it too. Mm -hmm. And that's really, that's really what this that's really is what about. That's all it is. I love it. I love it. I love that we get to do this. Mm -hmm. So, so we're going on like two hours. We've been on here for oh, a wow. minute. But I'm going to wind it down. Wind it down. Mm -hmm. And if you guys have not read it, this is the book. It's called The Abundance Book. It is a game changer. If you want, we are on Clubhouse in the morning reading it. And if you want to find us on there, it is in the club Life After Lockup. And you can literally go on. It's every day at 9 a.m. Mm -hmm. Eastern time and do it with us. Like we're on day 11 and this is like a game changer. And I love that we got to even share this tonight. Yes. So we're going to wind it down and we will see you next Thursday. I don't know what we're going to talk about, but... <laughs> It's going to be a whole adventure. Yeah, it's always it an adventure. Like it always comes. Exactly. All right, everybody. Thank All you right. for hanging out with us. We love you, you guys. You. And we will see you next week. Love. Bye. Oh, wait. You want to know something? Wait, before we go. Mm -hmm. Just to let everybody know, we're going to have, like, merchandise coming out. So, yeah. Tanjanique, on her site, she has her art listed. We're going to be doing merchandise from the art. And then we're also going to have original blueprint, like mugs, cups, uh, shirts, same, shirts mm -hmm. like all these different things. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to get that cranking this week. Yes. So we love you guys. Love you and guys. thank you for joining us. Have a good night. Good night. Bye. Mm -hmm.